My name is Jenny, and I'm a wife and mom raising two kids. But I used to live a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I said goodbye to TV and hello to motherhood, I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous, and I'm here to tell you why. It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. You are fabulous. And actually, motherhood is fabulous, even on the hard days. I mean, I, I, there's like no other job I'd want more than motherhood. Right, Shell? No way. Yeah. You would never, I mean, there's that day before you have your baby and then the day after you have your baby, and you can't imagine the yeah. day before. That's, that's <laughs> a good way to say it. Yeah, when I when I first held my first baby, which was my son Otis, in my arms, I thought, <gasps> I mean, I just everything is different. Yes, you know, and by the grace of God, I mean, it, it, somehow I don't know sometimes how moms can go through it without God because I just saw Him in it, and I became instantly closer to Him because of Otis. Well, because He designed mothers. Yeah, yes, and and oh. having the baby and cr- He created your baby. You know, you didn't do it. So you are fabulous. Motherhood is fabulous. BFF in the house. Shelly Krause Thank with you. me. Welcome to Channel Mom. I, I really, really, really believe you should stick around. If you're having a day where you're feeling bad or you need a pick-me-up or you need a life changer or you need something to make you feel better about your marriage or your whatever battle you're in or a sickness you're facing or a, a teenager or a toddler who's giving you issues or a, a mother you don't get along with, whatever it is, uh, our friend Kara Tippett, who we had on the show on Monday, is back, and I'm going to read you something from her book, which will make you want to stick around and remind yourself in tears of why you matter as a mom and what you want to do to, to make it a good journey and to do it well and to love your children well and to appreciate the time with them, because sometimes we forget to in our Facebook posting, tweeting, crazy Run around. Latte grabbing. Yeah, yes. World. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd love to give Shelly a chance to share what else she does besides videotape my show and be my BFF and listen to me all day long. Uh, Shelly, tell people how you're a blessing to, to other people in your business. So we run a family business. Golden Heart Senior Care is our mission to keep seniors and disabled in their own homes. I'm really age in place and, and live well in their homes. Yeah. So we provide caregivers that come into the home and meet you where wherever you're at. If you need some help with cleaning, maintaining your home, on up into help with personal care, hygiene or feeding or toileting even, and then even on into end of life, we work alongside hospice, um, all of that so that you can stay home if that's where you or your loved one needs to be. Yeah, there's dignity and hope in that, being able to stay at home and get your own Bible off your own shelf in your own house and... Um, and, and even if you're somebody who doesn't have a Bible and you're not there, uh, Shelly will come in and we'll pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly prays for her folks. She, she, um, comes alongside the caregivers and, and helps them. And sometimes and she sings hymns with, with some of the folks that they take care of. It's amazing. It's amazing. Good stuff. Amazing. Golden hearts, golden heart, senior care. You can call us 303-835-3423. Yeah. Awesome. I hope people call you. Because uh, it's wonderful, and and Shelley really does care. Okay, so we want to get back to Kara, the author of the hardest piece, expecting grace in the midst of life's hard, 
I like that she writes it that way. I want to remind you that Kara Tippett is the wife of one excellent man and the mother of four amazing children. Amen to that. We should all look at our lives in that way. She supports her husband, Jason, as he is planting a church in Colorado Springs, of course, very close to us here in Denver. Uh, she says her story dramatically changed in 2012 when she was first diagnosed with cancer. She shares the honest and painful journey of walking through suffering and looking for Jesus. And it's in her increasingly popular blog, MundaneFaithfulness.com. In September of 2013, her diagnosis changed. More cancer was found in her reproductive system and brain. And now she's teaching the rest of us how to appreciate time with our families in a way that she knows better than many because she's facing you know, the, the, the chance that cancer could take her life and she doesn't get to see her children grow up. She's incredible. And her book, in, in the short time I've been able to read it, has already changed some things for me. So, so Kara Tippett, we welcome you back to Channel Mom. God bless you. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, we're glad to have you. I am going to revisit what I was talking about on Monday when we ended the show. I'm going to read an excerpt so that moms uh, who are tuning in today and driving in their cars or listening via podcast or, or watching on the web can say, oh my go gosh, this hits me where I live. And Kara can teach me something, and she can. She's writing about uh, how she's struggling with cancer, how she's had a ton of surgeries, how uh, things have changed about her. Her breasts aren't what they used to be because they've had to be, you know, implants, um, how her children don't get to lean into the same kind of softness they used to get to lean into, how her youngest, how old is your youngest now, Kara? Five. 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 Traces her scars. Um, and this is the name of her daughter, Story Jane, and this is what... Kara so poetically writes about her daughter that every mother, I think, could identify with. Uh, and this is when Story Jane was a little bit younger. She's talking about her scars now. Uh, Story Jane sees them, asks about them, and then lingers closely, knowing only a fraction of what they mean. I think she knows the heart of what my scars represent, but her littleness, like my own so many years ago, makes understanding our developing story difficult. I could not know the heart of my dad and his anger because of the littleness I watched from. Story also struggles to know and understand the hurt in our story from the perch of her young age. She witnesses the tears, sees my baldness, but all she knows is the warmth of my touch here today and the kindness that greets her in her living. She has found new soft corners next to me that suffice where surgery has left me utterly changed. What she longs for is my closeness, my touch, my kindness to meet her each cold evening when she sneaks quietly into my bed to be near me. She no longer asks for entrance next to me in the little hours of the night. She quietly enters by my feet and finds the warm curve in my back and returns to the comfort of her dreams next to her mama. Years will give her understanding like they gave me, but today sitting next to my love is enough. The other day, she proclaimed that she never wanted to leave my side, that I was always the warmth she liked best. I said nothing, only snuggled closer with a hope for more days, more and more days of loving her. I want her to look back and see herself a daughter of love. And it's just, ugh, it's beautiful. And I say, ugh, because it's hard. And it is the hardest piece. So, so tell me your feeling in writing that and what you want other mamas to hear. You know, just the high calling and the high and beautiful calling of being a mom. Yeah. And that these little moments are the big moments of life. 
And so often as moms, we're waiting for the promotion, the next house, yes. the, the vacation. Oh, on vacation, I'll finally rest. And we struggle to live present in our moments with our families. And that, to me, is the high calling of being a mom, of being present, being available. You know, so many people say it's quality, not quantity. But I just disagree in the quantity of all these million moments that we as moms get to capture that we find quality in each little precious moment moment that we have. So um, it's to be cherished, and our job is to, and our high calling is to cherish these kids. You know, my husband, as we do marriage counseling and counseling and parenthood, you know, as our kids are little, we are representative of who Christ is. We are representative of God the Father. And until they take hold of that themselves, we get to be this living picture of a gracious and loving God. And... um, And it's a high calling, and it's so, so, so important. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for reminding me and Shelly and I hope, you know, hundreds of thousands of other people about that high calling. You have the perspective of having cancer and not not knowing how much longer you will live, which has brought you to a place of appreciating, I would venture to say, your children more and your time with your children more. I I don't want to be a Pollyanna, but is that a gift of cancer to have brought you to a new place of appreciating your kids? Without question, without question. I think for from that moment, like you both said in the beginning, you know, it was a life changer when I had my daughter. And um, before I had her, somebody challenged me to live in um, in kindness. And so I have always understood and, and just loved being a mom. But so much of those little moments, I felt like they were, they were to get through. Yeah. You know, let's get through this infancy stage. Let's get through these hard discipline years. And cancer has taught me just to slow down and say, you know what? All I have is today. Yeah. That's all I have. Yeah. I don't have tomorrow. I have today. And as I pray for more time, like that that passage you read, I pray for more time. And I have to realize that each moment now I'm given is an answer to that prayer of more time. And um, I often struggle because I wonder, would healthy Kira have listened to sick Kira? And that's the struggle for your listeners, for, for all of us. Could my perspective teach us? Could could we have teachable hearts to hear that these moments matter and to not and to let it change our hearts, not just change our actions in okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work harder. I mean that's the antithesis of the gospel. The gospel says we are united with Christ and in that union from the overflow of Jesus' love, we get to overflow and spill out this love, this generous love that is given to us. We don't, it's not a works harder issue. It's a know how love and cherish we are as daughters of the King. And from that, we get to treasure our sons and daughters. Yeah. Yeah, I beg my audience today to learn from sick Kara. I don't want her battle with cancer to be a waste. I want her, the day she gets to meet God, to say, ah, 
so many people were blessed and helped by my story Mm -hmm. to have better perspective. I mean, I mean that Kara, these aren't fake tears and fake emotion. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you touch me and you get to what it all means. You really do. And, and I, and Mm -hmm. I, I, I hate to say it, but it's probably partly going through cancer that has gotten you there so that you're able to say to me day, day, Jenny, wake up. And appreciate yeah. the time when your 12-year-old daughter still crawls in to snuggle with you. And, and don't just think, oh, this is uncomfortable or whatever. And, and I actually am one of those moms that snuggles very well. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't usually regret snuggling much. But, but every once in a while, I'm in a rush, like we all are. And I think I, I really, really, really pray that God gave you the story that will come to my mind when I'm tempted to be in a rush. And I hope that is the same for our audience, that you are leaving something with them today. I mean, isn't that your hope? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think just to obviously enjoy the big moments and the celebratory events, but to also just embrace the little moments, sitting face-to-face, looking each other at the, at the dinner table, and say, who who brought you joy today? How did you show Jesus to somebody else today? How's your heart doing today? To And see those moments as just as important as the giant moment. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I get stuck in the, when's the next big breakthrough? When's the next promotion? You know, just, ugh. And I'm so glad you, you've schooled me today. We are going to come back with Kara, uh, the author of The Hardest Piece, and uh, I'm going to ask her how she's doing so folks in the audience can understand where she's at and uh, a couple of more life lessons for you. So stay tuned for the rest of this very important Channel Mom. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion and purpose to good old intimacy. (gasps) What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child-friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board certified and specialized in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child during their dental visit. The Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We are talking to the author of The Hardest Piece, Expecting Grace in the Midst of Life's Hard. Her name is Kara Tippetts. She also writes a blog called MundaneFaithfulness.com. 
She wrote this book partly just to describe her battle with cancer as a mom and a wife and to say, what am I learning and how can I help you in the midst of your own battles? And, and she's honest. She says it doesn't have to be cancer. It doesn't have to be a, a quote-unquote death sentence. It can, you know, we have a point to make about that. But it can be a marriage struggle. It can be a work struggle. It can be a raising kids struggle. It can, whatever it is, she wants to help you to have a new perspective about God and purpose and, and what matters in the midst of that. I want to say, before we get to Kara, that, that Shelly had a really interesting thought during the break. And I'm just going to let her put it to, to Kara. Uh, go ahead, Shell. So my thought is that, you know, all of us really have a death sentence, if that's the way we want to put it. I know that many people who have cancer are given this many months to live, something like that. But we all really only have so much time to live. Those of us who haven't been told by our doctors with all their infinite knowledge don't have that sentence put out for us. But really, we all have that sentence. For Jenny and I, it could be tonight on our way home. Yeah, could happen anytime. That's right. So what do you think of that, Kara? I think it's absolutely true. You know, I say that my cancer affords me the long goodbye. The um, the talking, and it, and it has built a, a conversation about heaven that wasn't previously present in our home. And um, I think you're right. I mean, obviously... It's inev- you know it's not natural. We weren't originally made to die, but it's inevitable. We now all die, but we don't die a death that is forever when we are united with Christ. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're absolutely right. And so it is. Um, you know, I think I think my cancer, God has used it to 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 say exactly what you just said. It's all of us. Um, none of us are promised tomorrow. Um, we have this breath, and are we going to live this breath well? Yeah. Can you give people an update on, on your current condition? Yeah. Um, cancer keeps finding new corners. It's now in my bones. Oh. It. Um, we just treated it a few weeks ago in two new places in my brain. It's in my lymph system, um, and we are having a hard time slowing it down in my bones. And so... Wednesday morning, I'm starting a new treatment. I'm currently bald um, and will probably likely be bald the rest of my life. And just battling, um, just fighting to live well, eat eat well. Um, I love hearing from readers, but um, I would kindly ask not to get any um, uh, cures yeah. sent to me. Um, mm. Prayers and support and encouragement, I love but um, I have a great medical team, and, and we are fighting with everything we've got. Sure, absolutely. How old are you, Kara? I'm 38. Yeah, and you have those precious children from 13 to 5, is that right? Correct. 13 to Correct. 5. When we started, it was 11 to 3, and, you know, one of my big hopes was that my daughter, my youngest, would be old enough that she would have her own memories of me and not have to inherit them from her older siblings, though they would they would give them to her. But, you know, I remember being five. So and so I. for me, that exactly. So for me, that is such a grace that God has given me these two years, and he's given me today. So I get to keep living them um, with all my children and my husband. Yeah, and I hope that you can take a hold of an untainted joy in that, that there's not that there doesn't have to be a pall over it, but rather to say, I, I'm a child of God, so I live eternally, and, and I'm just going to have joy in this very moment. I really hope you can have days like that where it doesn't feel dark. Yeah. You know, I think um, I enjoy a lot, a lot of peace 
And yet there is an intensity that comes with a terminal, uh, a terminal illness sure. that makes makes every moment feel so big. Sure. And sometimes that can be daunting. Sometimes, you know, I just, I get jealous. Sometimes I saw a woman with beautiful highlights and I felt jealous that, that she could just literally sit in a chair and get highlights. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, sometimes I just long for some normality, um, and yet this is the story I've been asked to receive. It, it is, and you're doing great things with it. And, and right before we leave, I'm going to ask you how our audience and how we can pray for you. But um, I, I was reading a psalm this morning, and I, and I thought of you, um, which is strange because we're strangers, but, but I know hmm. you now a little bit through your book. Um, this is the psalm, and I kind of want to ask you what you think of it in regard to your own journey, and if it makes you mad or if you identify with it. Uh, okay. It's Psalm 84, 5 and 6. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on a pilgrimage, as they pass through the valley of Baca, which is, also can mean tears. So as they pass through the valley of tears, they make it a source of spring water, even the autumn rain will cover it with blessings. And I thought, you know what? I wonder if Kara, yeah. I wonder if Kara resents Psalms like that. Like, you know, they're all like, yeah. it's all, it all works out. Or if she thinks, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, I think I wrote about David today and I don't know if that particular one was written by David, but he was this dancing king that yeah. found joy, even in the midst of heartache. And, and I want to be like him, sure. you know, but so often, you know, I, 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 um, you know, I had to fight for that peace in the sorrow. And when I forget, I have this beautiful community that, that gathers around me and reminds me. And so, um, you know, I don't, God has kept me from anger and it has, you know, Jason, my husband and I have fought for tender hearts through this mm-hmm. and it is a battle. And yet God has just, I feel, I I often say I'm a woman whose story has been shattered into a million pieces, but each of those million pieces is known and kept. And so in that place, how could there be bitterness? Um, Why would I choose that? Because um, I, you know, the hard thing for me, and I think for all of us, we see, feel, hear, touch this place. And we struggle to have an imagination for the next. Yeah. But each day I suffer, I I grow in a longing for heaven and to be with Jesus. Oh, that's... And just to dance with him and, and enjoy him forever. I, uh, that, that does my heart good to know that about you because... I care now that I'm in your story a little bit. Uh, I care for you, and I and I want you to mm, have that hope. Um, we've only got about four and a half minutes left. Two things: number one, what is the hardest piece? And number two, I want to make sure we get to how people can pray for you. So, so why the title of your book, the hardest piece? What is it? You know, it's a great question. My editor's wife one night said to him, "The hardest piece for me is that Kira has young children." And he turned to her and goes, the hardest piece. And he came and we started talking and imagining this book. What if we talked about the hard journey in knowing God's peace in the midst of suffering? And I think so much about our culture, so much about even our Christian culture is so bent on winning and so bent on performance and happy that I bring a different story. What if suffering isn't a mistake? What if our brokenness is the most beautiful part of each of our stories? And what if seeking God's peace in our neediness 
and 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 desperate places is beautiful. And so the hardest piece is this journey in the brokenness of my story to knowing God's nearness is my only good. It is my only good. Yeah. You are a great teacher and and God please know and I don't know if this is a comfort to you or not that that you are impacting me and hopefully the audience mm. to know that. I thought, okay, beautiful suffering. Why can't we see that as beautiful? Why can't we learn everything from that? Why can't we be changed? Why we can't we get our hope out of that? I mean, thank you for, for being willing to say, I am suffering and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you see beauty and suffering for, for the sake of faith in God and for the sake of, his, of faith in his goodness. Kara, uh, in the last two minutes, can you just tell folks how we can be praying for you? You know, obviously, I'm battling cancer, and but I think it is that that nearness of God that it would that God would be so near that He would be um, that we would, you know, even as sick as I am, I still struggle to live in my and I still live in my own strength, and that we would just love Jesus and trust Him as each new diagnosis comes, as each new heart comes, that we would just be um, people who glorify and, and enjoy God in our living. And um, and I just appreciate any prayers. I I, um, I count them as such a blessing, and I often know more peace than than is seems at all possible. And I know it's the prayers of so many. Yeah. Well, Shelley and I will be praying for you now. Thank you. Uh, Kara, you truly are amazing. I'm not just saying that. I will <laughs> be praying for your whole family and all their wonderful names and, and your husband and <laughs> you. Um, Father God, just your mighty blessing on this wonderful woman and her story. Thank you, Kara, for sharing it with us today. People can find you at mundanefaithfulness.com. They can buy your great book, The Hardest Peace. I hope it is a blessing to many. Thank you, Kara, for being a great mom on the Channel oh. Mom Show. Thank you. It's all grace. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Take care. Okay, stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom. We're going to tell you what's coming up tomorrow and Friday. Uh, Our friend who wants to teach you how to feel loved when you feel lost. When we return with Channel Mom. I've been a walking heartache. I've made a mess with me. The person that I've been lately. These days, couples will work for just about anything. From communication. Hello to companionship, from fun to love, from passion and purpose to good old intimacy. (sighs) What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. Hi, this is Jenny, and I want to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Walters. She's a mom to three kids, so she understands that when you buy a home, you want a place where your family can build beautiful memories. As a real estate broker, Michelle can help you find the place you love coming home to, the right home at the best price. Whether you want to buy or sell, start your home search with Michelle Walters at SuburbanDenverProperties.com. You can also find Michelle's weekly blog, The Thinking Mom, on ChannelMom.com. I really think Deborah Cody is going to be a help to you. She's going to teach you about do-overs, about confidence, about really learning to trust God and know that you are loved, even when you feel insecure. The author of Too Loved to Be Lost, Deborah Cody, she's a blast. She's very funny. Tune in for tomorrow's Channel Mom Show. And in the meantime, Mom, 
Remember Kara's words. Enjoy your children. Enjoy your motherhood. God bless you for working hard to enjoy it and raise your children well. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Find podcasts, clips, blogs, and contact information at channelmom.com.